This is Pod Populi, podcast for the people. Hello, and welcome to the Franchise Life. I am your host, Stacy Shannon. Today, we will dive into a brand that is lighting up communities throughout the United States, and that brand is called Blingle. And joining me today are Josh Skolnick, chairman and co-founder of Horsepower Brands, and Travis Miller, the brand president of Blingle. Welcome, gentlemen. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Stacy. My pleasure. Blingle, what a fun brand name. I just it just makes you happy saying it. But before we dive into Blingle, Josh. I've introduced you as the chairman and co-founder of Horsepower Brands. Can you share a little bit about what the relationship of Horsepower is to Blingle? Yeah, so what's unique with Horsepower Brands is we actually own all of the the companies within our organization or umbrella company. So we are very much focused on home services. And Blingle is just one of uh, eight active brands that we have within the Horsepower umbrella. But our business model is very unique because uh, my background comes uh, from being a franchisor for over the last 10 to 12 years. Um, And then my business partner, Zach Butler, has spent a lot of time on franchise development, as well as been a multi-unit franchisee of multiple brands himself. So what we've learned over the years is that uh, the key to really growing and having a successful franchise organization is not only capital, but also experience. And so owning all of the brands is instrumental to us. And then we also have another segment of our business at Horsepower where we actually have vendor verticals, which are things like Franchise Rocket doing digital marketing, um, a call center with Powerhouse Call Solutions, Lights for Christmas, which supplies all the lighting products um, to our franchisees at Blingle, which uh, we can talk through a lot more of what Horsepower does uh, later in the conversation as you'd like. Um, But really, our focus is um, explosive growth to uh, very select uh, franchise organizations within the home service space. And we've got a target acquisition list of all of the industries we'd like to be in over the next three to four years. That's incredible. And I think, you know, for individuals who are new to exploring franchise ownership and getting exposed to different franchise brands, the value add that the Horsepower Brands umbrella brings to uh, new investors in in any of the brands that you guys have is invaluable. I mean, and we'll dive into it a little bit more, but thank you for just introducing what that relationship looks like of Horsepower Brands to Blingle. So Travis, let's start with you. Blingle is a lighting concept. And many times when I'm talking to candidates about different brands, when a lighting concept is brought up, many times there's this assumption that it has to do with holiday lighting. It's a seasonal type business. Can you dive into just the breadth of Blingle and the different verticals and markets that you guys service? Yep. So um, it's Blingle Premier Lighting. And so we do landscape, which is year-round holiday permanent lighting, which is uh, a newer segment. It's grown. Our vendor tells us it's grown about 300% year over year for the last three years. It's almost like permanent holiday lighting. 
And then we do event lighting. So weddings, bar mitzvahs, um, conventions, so be it. Um, and the patio lighting as well. And so we are, and then for, I, I guess for the markets, we're, we're pretty well spread across the U.S. already. So we have 40 locations, uh, Northeast, Southeast, Texas, Midwest, and uh, venturing into the, uh, the Southeast as well. Awesome. So this is a brand that was established in 2014 and first started franchising, I believe, in 2021 or early 2022, correct? Uh, January 2022 okay. is when we fully launched, yes. All right. So 40 locations throughout the United States today. Let's dive into uh, the business model a little bit more. So from a one thing that I would like to touch on is the employee, what's the employee base look like for this? If somebody is making an investment in Blingle, what does that initial investment look like and cover, Travis? Yeah, so um, all of our franchisees will launch with a general manager a lighting designer, which does sales, and then two technicians. And those technicians uh, year-round are who do all the installations. So the landscape, the holiday, the permanent, the patio, the events, they do all those things. During the holiday season, the volume is so heavy that we hire seasonal workers under each one of those technicians. So a technician, uh, tech, Blingle technician will go out with two seasonal workers and go out and complete a high volume of holiday jobs. Um, you can scale pretty well eventually with that number of people, so the four key employees, over time, you'll add more and more technicians. So three, four, five lead technicians as you grow your business. And so, you know, one uh, area that individuals struggle with today is in staffing. And especially when we're looking at more blue collar type workers for jobs such as Blingle, that would be lighting installation. So, Josh, let me bounce back over to you. How does Horsepower Brands uh, help with the recruitment of labor and uh, retention of labor for your franchisees? So one of the things we provide in every brand is detailed job descriptions for each individual you need to work with in the business. And we're continuously modifying and updating those uh, within our operations manuals. But we recognize that franchisees are wearing a lot of hats and we're running a business. So oftentimes recruiting and staffing falls really low on the list until they absolutely need somebody. But then they have a lot of missed opportunities. So what we chose to do at the Horsepower Brands level is launch an organization called Recruit Z, which is a full-service staffing agency. So what we do is uh, for a low fee of $495, um, as well as $9.95, we have two different packages, a gold and a purple package. Oftentimes, field-level employees you'll you'll acquire through that $495 package. If you need like a general manager or the designer slash salesperson that Travis mentioned, you'll use a $995 package. We do a lot of outreach through uh, LinkedIn, Indeed, many other um, online categories. And we uh, deliver on a silver platter uh, quality people to the franchisees to conduct final interviews, um, assist with the onboarding process. And what we're allowed to do because of the fact that we own a staffing agency, um, it's a uh, it's a way to really get around joint employer liability within franchising because it's always been a gray area uh, how much involvement the franchisor takes in the staffing size, side of the business. And so that's why we uh, went to passive creating the organization, which at this point, uh, 90% of our franchisees utilize that. 
we do have some franchise candidates that come to the table that um, are experienced entrepreneurs already have a management group and adding Blingle or any one of our other brands to their portfolio is just um, something else that they're going to add and they'll handle their own staffing because they already have a pool of individuals that maybe they'll share the labor across multiple businesses that they own or they already have a labor pool to pull from. So do I understand correctly that uh, through the staffing agency and the two packages that a new franchisee could leverage to help with the recruitment of employees, is that only for uh, the initial establishment of their business to get up and running? Or alternatively, does it also apply to if they start to have turnover in that business to continually replenish uh, any staffing needs that they might have? It's a long-term relationship. So obviously, um, far more franchisees use us for the initial staffing. And then it's on an as-needed basis as you move forward. Some people uh, ingrain um, great relationships within the community that they have um, a list of people they can pull from, or they'll have referrals from existing employees, but it's a service they can use at any given time. And I think what's really unique about what we do is because we're building a network of people that apply across the country, across all of our brands, that we actually have a very long Rolodex of people who have applied to positions with any one of our brands or positions um, through inception of that business. So then we all obviously push out to that entire community and network of people, see what type of referrals. We find a fair amount of people that we source for employment opportunities at franchise locations um, through existing relationships and just through referrals in general. And at this point, we we can fully staff from the point of launching a franchisee uh, or executing a franchise. The time it takes us to uh, really get a franchisee up and operating in a business from the point of executing a franchise agreement is in the ballpark of 90 to 120 days. But depending on um, if they're using an SBA loan or they're self-funding, if they're self-funding, I mean, not going the SBA route, we can do it in a substantially shorter period of time. But we fully staff every every location right now on an average of 40 days. So we're actually fully staffing them in half the time it takes for them to get their business up and operating. So it's a testament to the quality of the service we're delivering. And for a franchisee that might say, hey, I don't really want to let someone else be involved in that process. I'd rather facilitate it all myself through onboarding. Um, Oftentimes, they're coming back to us pretty quickly when they realize the amount of lifting that's required to uh, field those phone calls. But the other cool thing as well that uh, with Recruit Z, they have access to our call center so that no calls go unanswered when people are are responding to any of these job postings, which is huge because, as you know, um, people don't like to leave messages, especially when you're talking about blue-collar workers that are working out in the field. If they do get targeted with, with uh, some sort of social media post or come across one of our ads, they'll place the phone call, but they're not likely to leave a message. So we want to make sure we can respond in a timely manner seven days a week. That is fantastic. It's That support is the staffing support and a lot of what you guys do at Horsepower Brands is really unprecedented within the franchise industry today and really is what draws me to your brands to, you know, be able to represent those to new investors that are embarking on their own uh, business journey. So, uh, Travis, can you break down a little bit more? We've talked about Blingle, Premier Lighting, the different services, the residential and commercial holiday lighting, landscape and patio lighting, event lighting, commercial. So there's very much a business-to-business and business-to-consumer aspect to this model. Does it... 
veer in any one direction per se? Like, is it more 60% residential that you see in the locations that are operating operating today or how, what does that landscape look like? So with all of our companies and Josh, correct me if I'm wrong, we really hyper-focus on the residential to begin with and the commercial to follow. So um, that, that's where we're comfortable. We know the demand, but we have the capacity to do it all. 80-20 would be a very good um, um, benchmark for, for where most franchisees fall. However, we've had franchisees for Blingle specifically out of the gate that land a $200,000 job prior to opening. And that's a commercial job. So um, it would obviously be a far more heavy there. Um, so we, we land very, very high jobs in both commercial and residential. And so that balance will, um, you'll see reflected in that percent, but 80, 20 is pretty safe. And what and Stacey, you- we look to see to see a level of uh, instant gratification in bringing people through the door that are buyers. So we believe on the residential side, you're working directly with the buying agent, the homeowner, where commercial can take time to build those relationships. And they might already have a vendor that they're working with that you need to really uh, work that client a little bit to get in the door to have the opportunities to to build. The name of the game is that when we launch any one of these service businesses and specific to Blingle, we want to create revenue that's coming through the door. And the fastest way to do that is through our digital marketing, direct mail, print advertising, any form um, of marketing we can do to get people calling in on us to hire these services. And then it's a speed to transaction where we can traditionally um, complete those services within weeks of selling those to a homeowner. Okay. Continuing that line of thought then, we know that marketing is absolutely critical to lead generation, to securing those jobs. I mean, that's at the end of the day is how we communicate who we are and what our services are. So how does uh, Horsepower Brands assist with that marketing and lead generation, Josh? Yeah, I mentioned at the beginning of the call that uh, we have a vendor division of our business. So in 2021, we recognized that at the pace we were growing as an organization, it would be difficult for us to find a digital marketing agency um, to really manage and facilitate the the pace of growth that we were going to have. So we went out and acquired a digital marketing agency and uh, put 100% of the focus onto um, developing better strategies for horsepower brands. So Franchise Rocket is our internal digital marketing agency that does everything from website development to um, SEO, pay-per-click advertising, which would be like your paid ads through you know Google, Yahoo, Bing, as well as we do all the social media management and ongoing content for the franchisees. What it allows us to do is uh, really become experts within an industry. It allows us to also invest a lot of money into what we uh, call micro lead generation. So we can go build funnels out on the web where we'll build, you know, 100, 200, 300 web pages that are relevant to the industry that we're in, which consumers like, like ourselves will land on to become more educated about the services we offer. But there's not a uh, specific company name. I'm hitting you in the face with a call to action of like, this is how good we are. Call us now. Here's here's a discount code, whatever it might be. What we're doing is we're um, just really taking an opportunity to educate a consumer on those services. And then um, there will be a contact form that they can fill out to be contacted by a service professional within their market. Well, obviously, if they're learning about lighting, any one of the services we offer in, in the lighting division of Blingle, uh, they would be referred to that local Blingle. So we have a lot of control and autonomy over this type of stuff. 
where if we went out and we worked with a third-party marketing agency, we would get to typical, well, yeah, we could do that, but it's going to be very expensive. And I will tell you, it's not cheap to do what we do because we invest hundreds of thousands of dollars into building these strategies. But what it does is it creates results for our franchisees because at the end of the day, we want our franchisees to focus on two things that make them money, and that's sales and production. And so if we can really assist on the lead generation side, one of the things that candidates hear as they come through our process uh, through development after they're a candidate put in our process to learn about Blingle or any other brand is they participate in validation. And through validation, they often hear the volume of leads that people are getting and how quickly they were able to truly develop revenue within their business. Because it's just a completely different world in comparison to going and launching a mom and pop business in your, in your local market that you have to go out and create all your own branding strategies, vendors, the whole nine yards. You know, we've got everything put together. And they just come through that onboarding process, do an in-person training for a week. Third and final step is our in-market training with one of their success coaches. And at that point, the phones are ringing, the marketing is working, and we're continuously tweaking. And as professionals, and at the franchisor level, we've got a vested interest because Horsepower has not only acquired Blingle, but then it's acquired the digital marketing agency. And our form of income is royalty. So we have to produce results to get leads for the franchisees. Because that's the only thing that we can survive on is the royalty that's being paid by the production that the franchisees are completing. The, uh, I will, if you don't mind, I'll add too. Um, Blingle is very interesting. It's very different in the home services. A lot of times in home services, you are fixing a problem where Blingle is very much a want as opposed to a need. So we're seeing it, it's very visual. There's an aesthetic. It's performing very well on YouTube and on social. So your Instagram, your Facebook, people see it, they want it, they go buy it. Um, so very different. We've also been able to utilize influencers. Um, so I've worked with uh, Emmett Smith, Lady Annabelle, and Megan Trainer, some big names in the past. They're celebrities. Um, I had a franchise that worked with them. It did not do well. Why that is, is they're celebrities, not influence. influencers. Influencers influence behavior. And so we found a niche with these individuals who have anywhere from five to 100,000 followers. They want lights. We do trade. We put lights on. They talk about how great our product is, how great their experience is. And the leads just are crazy. I love that. And as a business owner myself, and I did own and invest in a franchise brand. And what I learned through that experience, and it was a newer emerging brand. They didn't have all the bells and whistles uh, figured out yet, especially from a marketing standpoint. The corporate office and where... They knew how to advertise to their demographic was very different given they were in the Northeast of the United States, was very different than how I needed to market to individuals here in Southwest or Southeast Florida. So there was a lot of money spent, uh, you know, a lot of testing done. And at the end of the day, it, it, I wasted a lot of money, I mean, to be honest. So hearing that you guys have your own ad agency that understands, uh, you know, the brand has the tactics, has tried and tested throughout the United States, I think is also another Mm -hmm. invaluable service and attribute to, to this business model and to horsepower brands. Uh, so let me ask you this, Josh. I invest in Blingle. I have no lighting experience. I 
don't know how to design, if it's a big patio, if it's a home, if it's a commercial business, how does Horsepower Brands or Blingle specifically assist with the design and uh, the design, in essence, for a franchisee? Yeah, it's a great question. This is one I think both Travis and I can answer. So I'll start and I'll flip it to Travis. Um, every one of our businesses uses technology. And so um, it starts with, uh, we talked about marketing and getting phones to ring. Um, our call center, Powerhouse Call Solutions, always also has virtual designers on staff. So for clients who are too busy to um, meet with the customers, uh, they have the opportunity to work with a virtual designer. Um, but as our franchisees come through the process, Every one of our franchisees have little to no experience in this business. And I say little to no experience because the minimal amount of experience they have is the research they've done while they've looked at the opportunity or they've hung Christmas lights themselves or they fought a solar powered um, pathway or walkway light set from Home Depot or Lowe's that lasted a year or two, but really wasn't uh, nearly the quality or as bright as what we installed for our low voltage landscape or permanent lighting products. Um, so franchisees are going to be able to leverage with the consumers and, and business owners they work with a level of technology um, in addition to the knowledge they'll gain on all of the products where they'll be able to go in and with a simple image design an entire project for a homeowner and deliver them what we like to call good, better, best options so that we can get them a service that works within their budget. We allow the homeowner to do a lot of the design work themselves right from the tablet or iPad that we're working with um, on site with, with that specific client. What it allows you to do, and as Travis would describe, it's like building a new car. If you're going to go buy a new BMW, you don't go to the dealer and shop the lot because there are very few, if any, cars on the lot. What you do is you go to the website, you build your car, and then you locate what dealer has it, and you already have a good idea of the cost. So as we're working with a client, and they go, hey, you know, a wreath would look really good right there on, on that big eave of my house where there's no window or over the garage. They can see, hey, that wreath I just put into the design just cost me another $500. So they can plug and play and, and really get to the budget um, that, they're, that they're looking for. But I'd like to have Travis kind of hit on some of the other stuff because he does a really good job um, in describing the sales tools that we use to take what I always say is the technology we use in every business is in every one of the businesses we have at Horsepower is the ability to take an average salesperson and make them a great salesperson while giving us the tools on the back end through the analytics to understand what areas um, do our salespeople need um, improvement in their presentation because we can track everything they're doing right there on the tablet um, through the um, professionally built processes that we use. But Travis, why don't you explain the rest of it? Because you spent a lot of time on this. Yeah, thanks, Josh. Um, so we, we have... Um, certified lighting technician, certified lighting designer programs that uh, technicians go through. Um, also, the sales or the lighting designers go through as well. Um, each one of our vendor partners, we rely on them um, in in a certain certain fashion to help us and train employees. And so they they've been doing it for 20, 30 years. And so we have a lot of materials, a lot of the training from them, and then my team internally as well. And so as they get ready to launch their business, they're going through onboarding. They, they take those courses, there's application, and then they come here for a week to a, um, what we call academy. And during that academy, there's, there's classroom education and there's also out in the field. So we go out in the field and we do two, three holiday installations. We go out in the field and we do a landscape lighting project. We go out in the field and we do a permanent lighting project. And so we're actually doing the hands-on installation, which sometimes they're maybe not doing because they're the GM or the salesperson but we still want them to know what their teams are out doing in their business. 
Um, Josh talked a lot about the uh, the technology. It's something that um, me me uh, very much so, but uh, Josh and their vision as well. We are very key on technology and differentiating ourselves. So that sales process, you're sitting down with the homeowner at their table and you're doing the holiday design design together. So where they want lights on their home, where they want those wreaths, where they want those light fixtures, educating them on the difference between our you know, commercial grade professional product and what the, uh, what the competitors can be giving them. Um, I always, I always reference the, the vehicle like Josh did because really the consumer is the one building it. So when you get to the end and there's a price tag, well, they built it. <laughs> I love that. Uh, okay. So this is a home-based business model. You are going to need, I would assume some industrial storage space or, uh, a storage room somewhere. Can you kind of talk through what is required, Travis, uh, for someone starting, say, one to three territories? Yeah, so anywhere from one to five territories, you're going to have one warehouse location, and that's going to be a minimum of 2,500 square feet is, is what we recommend. And really, a lot of that, majority of that is for holiday. Um, what's super unique about this business, specifically holiday and event, is it's basically a full service rental. So we're doing the design, we're doing the installation, we're doing the maintenance, we're doing the takedown and the storage. And so we come out, we design your house, Stacy. Um, we put it up, a bulb goes out or anything, which shouldn't happen, but it does. We come out, we change it. When it's ready for takedown, we take it down and we put it in a customer box with your name, your address on it. And we're going to store that for you so you have no tote um, taking up all the space in your garage. And next year come holiday, we're going to know exactly when you want us to come out and put that up. Um, the beauty of it too is we can, we can change out the bulb. So last year you wanted white and red. Uh, your daughter is obsessed with frozen and wants white and blue this year. So we can do white and blue. So the ability to, to um, change in and out your products and the colors year over year, um, and not have to store anything, climb on ladders or any of that. So that, that space is specifically for the holiday stores. So beyond five territories then, or as you grow in scale, then you just grow in scale that industrial space, I would assume as well. Josh, you want to talk about the five territories? That's correct. So um, what we do is if somebody was to acquire, we, we cap our territory size at five. We try to avoid anybody going larger than that. What we find is we really want to focus on um, you know, focus creates wealth and diversification preserves it. One of the beauties that horsepower brands bring to the table for our acquisition strategy is that you don't have to have a level of FOMO um, in the sense of like, I want to own an entire market like Nashville, Tennessee or Atlanta, Georgia, because come in, operate a, you know, two, three, four, five territory market and get a business up and running. And then in a year or two, when you're ready to add another opportunity to it, uh, there might be an opportunity to acquire another franchisee's territory, or we could bolt on another one of our brands. So uh, we plan to continue to acquire brands uh, right now on our target acquisition list through the end of 2025. And then as we get closer, we'll develop what's the next layer of investment beyond the 25 by 25, which we didn't get a chance to really talk about and I could hit on later. Um, but the beauty of it is, is that every acquisition we make is three or less locations operating. So that pretty much gives everybody a guarantee that they, if they're outside of Omaha, Nebraska, where our corporate headquarters is located, and more importantly, where we look for the companies that we acquire um, in market throughout Omaha, Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, you're going to have the opportunity to bolt on other businesses. Um, on the Blingle specific brand, 
Um, the franchisees will work with about a fifteen to a fifteen hundred to two thousand square foot space to store these products. And as Travis said, you know that's where they'll be um, storing the product. Our initial investment as well, I think, is very important to understand. Uh, we do a great job at making sure we put as much into the item seven from an investment standpoint for a franchisee. We build in anywhere from a hundred to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of initial product, so you can finance that through the SBA. Because a year one lighting project, um, specific to holiday lighting, landscape lighting, you know, you acquire the product, you install it, it stays, it's permanent. You don't go back and take it out, but you have the ongoing service calls from the client. On the holiday side, um, any of the products and the event side, the products that we uh, essentially rent to the client, we recover 100% of our cost in the year one of a three-year contract on the lighting side. And then what we do is in year two and three, our only cost to reinstall that product is going to be the labor cost. So to make sure that we can drive profitability very early on in the business, we've chosen to front load $100,000 to $150,000 worth of product in the item seven, because that helps the franchisee build a profitable business much faster, as well as we will grow and build in the lighting business substantially faster. Something that's very unique about the Blingle brand as well is you'll see in our item 19, a line item in the item 19, it says unserviceable lease. And, and we we had the same reaction as most listeners probably would is like what's an unserviceable lead like if someone calls you why wouldn't you take that opportunity what unserviceable lead in the lighting business is one that called in during the holiday lighting season and there's no product on the ground in the US professional product for us to buy and install for that client so if we didn't think ahead and pre-purchase 12 to, 12 to 18 months in advance the products we needed next holiday season we're going to have leads to come through that we can't do anything with. And knowing that we close at over 50% close ratio within this, this brand model, it was in- instrumental to us that we never saw that happen again because it was hundreds of thousands of dollars left on the table just at the corporate location where we made the acquisition. And that's why we launched Lights for Christmas. And so Lights for Christmas is a 60,000 square foot distribution warehouse in Omaha, Nebraska, where we imported approximately $15 million in product for the sole source of, of deploying it to our franchisees and making sure that we had product 12 months a year. Well, most lighting companies can't do that because they only sell product in the holiday season. And so they spend, you know, eight out of 12 months a year trying to just gain new customers to place pre-orders so they can get, you know, orders in to kind of plan for what's coming in the fall. We launch franchisees 12 months a year. And since our franchisees take an inventory up front, we're able to facilitate having that warehouse and that distribution network to be able to um, go out and, and not only negotiate best pricing directly from manufacturers, but we're also able to have guaranteed supply even come holiday season. Now, we typically order twice what we expect for the franchisees' needs. And what we end up doing when we do that is we will go out and, and some third-party decorators across the country supply them with some product. And the beauty of what we're able to do by doing that is if we continue, continually put the focus on our franchisees, we can pull the purchasing power of not only Blingle franchisees, but as well as other franchise networks that do the same types of services we do, as well as third-party decorators to where, you know, we can continuously get our pricing, you know, to decrease to make sure that Blingle franchisees have a competitive advantage by the best pricing within the industry. Incredible. I think, you know, the takeaway here is in listening to you, Josh, is Horsepower Brands has positioned itself for Blingle investors and your other brands, uh, franchisees, that you are in essence a one-stop shop for 
and we're talking Blingle specifically, but for the lighting, for the advertising, for the recruitment, I mean, all of that expertise and resources resides right within Horsepower Brands, which is, that's incredible when individuals are looking for an investment you know, in this instance, they don't have to be concerned with supply chain issues because the product will be there because you've pre-planned for that. So let me touch, you touched on the item seven and that uh, the product is already accounted for for the first 12 to 18 months. But you've also accounted for within the item seven, a year of SEO advertising. Is that correct? Yeah, so we front load the first year product. Um, we also front load first year marketing, call center, bookkeeping fees, and a few other costs. Uh, item sevens also show full vehicle costs. So what we do is we really want to attract what we like to call an empire builder. So we recognize we're losing 90% of the buyer pool um, of potential franchisees by not creating an item seven that's a hundred to $150,000 investment. Um, our, if you look at a competitor's item seven in, in any of the industries we're in, it's going to be about half to a third of what our cost is, but their cost is exactly the same as theirs. What they're doing is they're just following, you know, the, um, FTC rules of what they require to show the initial cash injection, as well as the first 90 to 120 days of expenses. The problem you get with that, with my 10 plus years experience in franchising is you get someone that comes into a business on a shoestring budget. And then if they don't hit profitability within 90 days, and that's what an item seven is basically saying when you, when you show it the way a lot of our competitors do, you're essentially saying that franchisee, you will guarantee to be profitable within 90 to 120 days. If you don't, that's a serious oh shit moment. So what I will say is our franchisees are very well capitalized coming into it. They have more of an investor's mindset, a lot of semi-absentee business owners as well where they're really managing the manager. They've got a great general manager, a great person in the sales side, and they're truly looking to build a portfolio. Uh, and so it's just very unique in the way that we position these things because, as I said, you're going to spend the money anyways. And one of the things we do through the development process as well is we give all of our franchise candidates, and as a benefit to you as a consultant too, working with clients, is we do weekly lunch and learns. So in addition to our brand validations, our Horsepower Brands leadership calls, the brand-specific leadership calls with a brand president like Travis on Blingle and all of our other brand presidents and the other brands um, and other key leaders within the organization. We do a Wednesday lunch and learn for an hour where we bring in um, professionals that will speak to people about things like cash on cash returns of investing in a business. Um, they'll talk about tax planning, um, just so many different things. And we bring every one of our verticals in that we have, which is seven currently at Horsepower Brands to speak about the services they offer that benefit to you as a franchisee. And then what it does is it, we believe it makes somebody in the process far more educated than the average buyer. And what we find is when people make it all the way to the tail end of our process and they come to a confirmation day, or some would be familiar with as discovery day when they come and join us in Omaha, Nebraska, we put over 250 people in a room in an expo style format where they get an opportunity for three hours on a Thursday evening, once a, once a month to meet Everybody in each one of the brands, they also get to meet the key leaders of Horsepower and then some of the few vendors that we have that we do work with. Because there are vendors we have to work with. Like We won't ever own something like a Valpac direct mail or we're not going to own the landscape lighting companies that have been around for you know decades 
that have that mastered. Like we're going to get into the areas that we believe are, are a threat or a weakness to our business to have better control over the quality of those services. And then more importantly, they spend time with all of these key people and then go through brand presentations. It is infectious. And what we find is when people make it to Oma and they see that all of this is under one roof. We operate four locations, but one main corporate facility in Omaha, Nebraska. And when they see all of this is in one city, four locations within five to 10 minute drive of each other, um, it's hard to not want to be a part of the organization because you just see the depth of resources that it's so much more than Travis and his team of people, because today we're over 200 employees strong at Horsepower Brands. And we just continue to grow with an org chart that looks like about 650 people by 2025. So there's never any dilution of support. There's always continuous investment and growth. And it comes back to one of the first things I said on this call. We It takes money to make money, and we are making the investments and putting our money where our mouth is. And more importantly, focused on making sure our franchisees achieve profitability long before we as the franchisor entity achieve profitability. And the last thing I'd say, because Travis is too damn humble to say it himself, is he mentioned that we've got 40 operating franchisees. But what he leaves out is while we have 40 launched and operating franchisees, we currently have in the neighborhood of 175 franchise territories awarded to about 70 buyers across the country. So uh, we have about 70 unique owners and we're continuously training. Um, Just in October here in 2022, um, Travis and his team ran two or three trainings to make sure we got as many franchisees up and operating to be able to maximize this holiday season that's upon us to make sure that they get their feet wet in that part of the business and then roll right into landscape lighting for first quarter 2023. Well, you can certainly hear the passion and commitment in your voice, Josh. And it's it's heartwarming, literally, because it's I deal with hundreds and hundreds of brands, right? And have access to many different brands. But the level of commitment in the organization that you guys have built there at Horsepower is phenomenal. So, Travis, I'd like to transition to you. We're going to be wrapping up here, but can you talk to who who are you looking for as an investor? I mean, Josh has hit on and mentioned empire builders, but what characteristics uh, do those empire build, builders typically have? And then can you just uh, hit on some of the financial opportunity that you guys share in your item 19? Yeah, so I vision is is very important to me. Um, so b- before you know these these individuals start with a consultant, they get into the pipeline. Um, they're meeting with myself, um, individuals on our leadership team, and um, eventually they, they get to me before they come to Discovery Day and really just talk about their vision, their burning passion, why they want to be um, a business owner, an entrepreneur. Um, that's that's really what I'm looking for. Is, is someone who wants to, whether they want to be absent, semi-absent, or fully fully on it, owning a business, they got to have that that drive, that determination. Um, there's the financial side as well. Um, but you know, kudos to um, last week we had individuals that you know they wanted to buy and uh, they just weren't the right fit. And so we're not out there just awarding anybody um, that has money with territories. We're really looking for, for people with experience. And not necessarily experience in like we, if you, if you want to, uh, if you're a roofer and you want to own Mighty Dog Roofing, you're, you're not the right, not the right person. Um, so, you know, life experiences. So whether you're in medical device sales, you're an executive director at a company, um, those, those are really the people that I'm looking for. And Josh, maybe you, 
have the same or differentiating opinion for um, what you guys are looking at horsepower brands, but that's me specifically. Yeah, majority of our owners are semi-absentee. We obviously have um, owner operators. Uh, truthfully, we don't cater to one or the other. It's just that we, uh, with the size of the investments, um, we uh, see a lot of owner operators um, going in different directions uh, to potentially buy themselves a job as opposed to what we look at is even if you're an owner operator, you're not buying yourself a job. You're just temporarily fulfilling a lot of job functions within your business. Because um, for some people, men- their mental capacity is, hey, I'd rather know as much about this business and know every inner working part of it before I turn it over to a general manager or a sales manager. And I don't want to really have it as more of a passive investment out of the gate. So it's, it's really all mixes, all mixes of people. But at the end of the day, it comes down to um, culture, fit, drive, and accountability. I always say there's three things that we really can't teach and we can't teach um, execution. We can't teach drive and most importantly, accountability. So if you're missing those things, you're probably not going to succeed within our businesses because um, as much as we do lay out, um, we really we really do build a culture of competition. Um, we have a technology company that we own that we build all of our proprietary um, national rankers and dashboards that at any given time allow you to see exactly how you are performing within the business versus all of your peers. So nobody's ever going to lay their head on the pillow at night and go, I think I'm doing okay. You're going to know whether you're doing fine or not. And if you're not, we're going to have what we call a carefrontational conversation where you might view it as confrontational. It's enough to show that we care. So that's why we say carefrontational. And we're probably going to move you if you fall below minimum benchmark standards, move you into what we call a PIP program, which is a performance improvement plan, where it's 12 weeks that we ultimately micromanage your business with you, make sure the right people are in the right seat, and more importantly, do a lot of additional training. And then after 12 weeks, uh, the goal is that we spit you out as a much better franchisee and a better operator, whether that be an owner-operator or semi-absentee. Um, out of the three individuals to date, we've had to put through that program in almost two years. Um, two have come out the other side, very successful, um, running businesses, doing over six figures a month um, in their business um, at Horsepower. And then uh, the third one we recognize at the end of 12 weeks, um, they unfortunately were not the right fit to be an entrepreneur or business owner. So we move them to a successful resale. So the outcomes are positive for everybody, regardless of what the outcome is. But we we operate from a theory of no man left behind. And that's really the way we look at things, that we have a fiduciary responsibility to protect each franchisee's investment. And we'll work tirelessly to do that and add resources and services where necessary to get you there. Excellent. And Josh, do you want to just briefly hit on maybe the financial opportunity of the business, just maybe what you share in your marketing materials from a gross revenue and EBITDA standpoint? Yeah, so average unit volume on Blingle um, in the ballpark of $1.1 million. I mentioned earlier, close ratio over 50%. Average job size on the residential side of things is in the neighborhood of $1,500. On commercial, it's over $5,000. So the opportunity um, is very large. Um, Important to understand the business when we acquired it, uh, was focused on holiday lighting. It was instrumental for um, both Zach and I and the rest of the leadership team at Horsepower to make sure that uh, we had a 12-month business because the head trash of a lot of people is, how will I run a part-time business um, or a seasonal business? Um, I know myself, it would be very hard to get franchisees motivated to work 12 months a year on something that generated revenue four to five months during the holiday season and taking things down. So that's when we chose to add the landscape permanent and permanent lighting and then as well as the event lighting. We're actually seeing that um, in the early growth of our franchisees business, which is very promising, that the landscape and permanent lighting is actually outpacing the holiday lighting sales. But they're right on track to, to hit um, 
revenue targets on the um, holiday lighting side. So it's very promising because the, the vision all along for Horsepower was let's make the holiday lighting part of this business, you know, which was the bread and butter when we acquired it, the icing on the cake. Let's go build a 12 month business that does event lighting, permanent lighting, landscape lighting. And then this is just something that comes around um, every year. That's just that icing on the cake. So in closing for, for me, um, I would say Stacy, one of the things to really keep in mind for any candidate looking at horsepower brands is we are the widget to the why. So everyone has their why in, in why they want to get into business. And sometimes I hear people when I say, what's your why? They say, I want to make a bunch of money. And I go, that's the wrong reason. Like You got to have a purpose. You got to have a why. Um, go do the right thing. And guess what will happen? The money will follow. And so people come into our process and, well, Blingle might not be the right fit for everybody. We've got a lot of opportunities across our portfolio. So it's not uncommon that somebody starts in our in our process in one brand. And by the time they make it to a confirmation day, they flip to a completely different brand because they might have learned a little bit about Mighty Dog Roofing or iPhone or Heroes or Gatsby Glass, Groovy Hues or Bumblebee Blinds. And as they come through and they learn about these other explosive brands we have in the portfolio, they might go, based on my personality, I might fit better with this one or based on my personal interests or my network of people that I know, my circle of influence locally, I think I'll dominate better in this industry. And if their territory is available, we can get them into that. And the beauty is, is that when they do, we don't have to go all the way back to the starting line and start over because they already know so much about the horsepower, the support, and a lot of the entrepreneurial stuff that we teach through the process. It's just spending about two to three weeks educating them on that specific brand. And for people that flip mid-process, we find that the average time to close with a candidate to the point that they execute a franchise agreement, believe it or not, is 17 days from the point that uh-huh. they flip. And as you know, 14 of that is just disclosing them on the new opportunity. Sure. So um, a lot of great stuff in what we're doing, but just open-minded understanding that we're the widget to the why at Horsepower Brands. Amazing. So yeah. many great takeaways. Stacey, one thing I'll add to, and I always add this to our, our item 19 is, so that's, that's our uh, founder's location here in Omaha. If you take the exact same amount of jobs and you price it in another market, you could double it. And so just like personal training or other services, wh- whatever it is that differentiate by market, this is very much the one of those. So Boston is going to be different than Miami, Miami from Texas, Texas, California, California to the Midwest. Um, and even, even our, our founding location has, has, uh, you know, done a market analysis and look at their pricing. And so if you look at that certain areas, just that holiday, you could take by at least one and a half times two, sometimes in certain areas. A lot of financial opportunity, most definitely. And thank you guys so much, Josh and Travis. You've been wonderful. There are so many great takeaways here. A fantastic brand with a lot of territory availability yet throughout the United States. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining me. I appreciate it. If anybody is interested in learning more about Blingle or any of the horsepower brands, please feel free to reach out to me at stacy at fusionfranchising.com. Thanks and have a great day. 